<laughs> Simone checking in here. This is the first episode of Bonnets and Durax, a Pillow Talk podcast. <laughs> so, um, with this being our first episode, um, let me explain to you the the theory behind uh, Bonnets and Durags. So, Bonnets and Durags is a conversation for young millennials to discuss some of the most pressing cultural topics at an intimate level. So, on this show, we want to make sure that we are completely transparent, that we're vulnerable, putting everything on the table, but remaining that sense of conf- confidentiality and not putting anyone on blast, okay? So, um, today, uh, we are getting under the sheets with Kenny and LT, so... Welcome to the show, guys. I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So um, please go ahead and introduce yourselves. Tell us, you know, what you got going on, where you're from, your age, if you don't mind, how they can find you on the Internet, all that good stuff. I'm going to let the man, the myth, the legend go. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, What's up? Uh, LT, L's McFly. What do I do? I'm I'm just a creator. Right now I'm focused on uh, film and fashion with the Red Sheep 87. Um, I could be found on everything as Els McFly, uh, Red Sheep also on Instagram. Um, I'm 29. Old man. <laughs> Young soul. <laughs> I am Kenneth Newman. Um, if you're going to go by my first name, call me Kenny, not Kenneth. That's my pops. Um, Bear of the East on everything. I'm a photographer in the area. Mainly do fashion photography. Uh, if you've ever heard of Beard Brothers, that's me. I do all the photos and videos for that. Um, I probably worked with some of your idols, some of your best friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't gas myself often. So, you know, my friends have been telling me, like, nah, you really, you're a great photographer. Don't play yourself. So, that's mainly what I do is photography. Mm-hmm. Y'all both are great at what you do. Thank <laughs> for you, sure. Thank you. No problem. Oh, I'm 23, so I guess I'm <laughs> on the younger side. <laughs> Baby. Um, so before you came in, Kenny, um, <laughs> me and LT were kind of arguing about uh, why it's called Bonnets and Do-Rags and not okay. Do-Rags and Bonnets. Okay. So <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say about I that. I think, like, alphabetically, it would just work better because B is before D. Okay. So Bonnets right. and right. Do-Rags. He's just uh, over here uh, being misogynistic. And oh, don't don't throw that on me. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. How you gonna do that to me? Disrespect. I'm playing. I'm playing. You are like the most intersectional <laughs> person. She just threw that label on me. Not today. Right. I'm gonna get a bunch of hate mail. Your number hate me. <laughs> what? Show. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, what do you think is better, bonnet, a bonnet or a do rag? Now, I can speak as a woman. Um, I've I've worn them all: bonnets, do rags, like full scarves, like everything. <laughs> and I have to put my vote in for like, a bonnet. It's like a nice little, like secure nest for for your hair, <laughs> like especially when you're natural. Like it's just so <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> It's perfect because you can just, uh, you know, put your little twists in there. It's perfect. As opposed to like a do-rag. I mean, well, a, a scarf. Yeah, a scarf tying it down. And I don't know about y'all. I, can, I can't I can keep a do-rag on, or a scarf on my head 
during the night to save my life. Oh, it really? always See, slips had, off. Maybe it's the kind of durag I had. May, I don't I've know. Never had I don't know. Man, this is the first durag I wore in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I normally just get like a little scarf. And I mean, with your twisties, you need a bonnet. So. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I need something that's like you know, nice and locks. silky. Yeah. Right. I guess I don't know. Like my do rag does the job. Do rag. I've never worn a bonnet, so I can't say I can't be like, oh, well, bonnets aren't as good. I never slept in a bonnet. Like, I put it on like type <laughs> getting a shower type yeah, issue, yeah. but mm-hmm. never slept with it. But it seems like it would be more comfortable than a do rag because yeah. do rag you tie that shit hella tight. Yeah, yeah. then you get the you line. Get the line. Yeah. yeah, I hate that shit. Then uh, like a stocking cap too. Like yeah. I hate anything that's too tight on my head. Yeah. I feel like I'd be getting a headache. Mm-hmm. I used to feel like when my hair get too long, like get too nappy, and I like start getting headaches and shit. Have you ever heard of that thing? I think it's called a zoo rag or something like that. Where hold on, I'm about to pull it up. A zoo rag. Yes. It's like a bonnet and a do rag combined. <laughs> it's like do rag on steroids, but I don't think it's a bonnet. I think it's so that way um you can finesse your waves. I've seen bonnets that are beanies. Have Beanie bonnet. Those? She got one on. She got the bonnet on top. Well, of the right? I got the bonnet on top of the beanie. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do. Beanies that are actually bonnets, so they don't mess up your head. Yeah. I never seen that. <laughs> yeah, they're. That's black. from next. It's made by a black woman too. Black wow. Oh, it's called a Sioux rag. Like, I guess, like, tsunami. Like, it's like a, it's a wave cap. Yeah, but it's like, it has Velcro on it, so it makes sure it's, like, extra secure. It comes oh, in hell no. doing mad. Hella thick, mad thick <laughs> neoprene. It's like, it's like a helmet. It's like it a is. helmet. The sponsors of the next wave competition. You gotta, the how, how Velcro so gonna be pulling your hair out. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think it's not the Velcro's on the inside. I think it's on the outside. Yeah, just to, to make sure. You know, you know, you know, black folks yeah. sleep wild. <laughs> so you all slip off. And next thing you know, your hair all twisted. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my you gosh. In the morning with locks. Yes. <laughs> it's so just you, mad matted yeah. onto your head. <laughs> Run out the house thinking you're good and just got yeah. this thing flapping on you. <laughs> Wait, so do rags with the cape out or cape tucked in? Yo. Mm. You gotta get the cape on, out. Yeah, it depends cape on what you're doing. It's a though. it's a mood. It what you doing. <laughs> nah, you gotta yo, you gotta have the cape out so when you're walking down the street, it's just like floating, it's flowing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like it's leaving a little trail. Wavy. You gotta get get the heelys like homeboy with the drawers and just gliding. Real pimpish. <laughs> yeah. Yo, did you see that video on Twitter? That guy, I think he was he was in Brooklyn. He had a brown durag on. His cape was so Yo, long. It, it went to the ground. Oh, yeah. Yes. He looked like Superman. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Hood-ass Superman. <Yeah>. Duperman. <laughs> I, guess it, I guess it answers the question, though, man. Bonnets. Bonnets. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to go with bonnets. Because, you know, women are great and everything. So. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, okay, so how soon do you think is, like, okay for a woman to whip out her bonnet or her her scarf when you guys are sleeping together? Because for me, I, I'm i the type of person who I like to front. Like, I might come in. Oh, so like, you're messing your hair up. Yeah, I'm mess- mess- <laughs> I messing my hair up. I'm, a- <laughs> I'm not going to whip out my bonnet or scarf. For most of the time when you're sleeping over at a guy's house and you're just starting to, like, get to know each other, talking to you're not bringing your scarf or your do-rag because you're not about to embarrass yourself. The first night you probably <laughs> stay the night, you yes. ain't thinking about a bonnet you anyway, sure probably. It's you, getting crusty. Most, yes. 
You're waking up with your edges. Your edges are messed up. Like you, you giving me money to get a perm tomorrow. <laughs> I need to go to the Dominicans yeah. tomorrow. No, like, I, was in the, I, I told you not to get my hair wet. <laughs> yes, and the I shower the, too. Like you don't want to be in there with a shower cap. You'd be trying to look cute and shit. Like, see, me personally, I'm gonna offer you a do rag if I don't have a bonnet. Oh, that's bad days. And I have shower caps, so. <laughs> Bro, what Set. you gonna do? Mess up the moment? Tell me you need Set. a do rag or a bar. like if it's going down. I mean, once it's done, you might be too. It might just be incapacitated. Uh, you might just be like, I'm going to sleep. I'm gonna I'm I'm always try to work out. I feel you. Like, I'm just saying, man. It's been times where I've been wasted, and I'm like, yo, we did what? <laughs> we did that. The last thing you're thinking about is tying your hair. Yeah. Up I'm mad I didn't remember. <laughs> mad as hell. <laughs> She wake up in the morning, she happy as hell. I'm mad as hell. Like, what are you so happy about? Like, oh, last night, okay. What? What I was sleeping. She wasn't sleeping. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I would say definitely, like, the third or fourth time sleeping You whipping out the bonnet? Yeah. I think, I don't know. I don't, I don't judge. I like if, I have if a, she brought it over the first night. I could see. Listen, like, right, you know what's crazy? I could see if it's somebody who isn't indoctrinated into the culture. You're dating someone who's like out of the culture. Like I'm biracial, but my mom is black. Like mm-hmm. I was raised by a black woman, so I know. You know, I'm used to that. I'm used to seeing the sold in mm-hmm. weaves, and you know. It might have been different if your mom was white, though. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank God that ain't the case. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was in a situation. Well, in a relationship. Um, where the guy wasn't black, and the literally the first we went to school together, first month and a half of us sleeping in each other's dorm rooms, I wasn't wearing no bonnet, yeah. no durag, and he tried to run his hands through my hair, and I had the I had a weave, so he was like, "What's this?" And I had to explain to him like these are drags, and he was like, "So how do you keep them in? Are they sewn into your scalp?" So it's an educational moment, but. It was out. so funny. Like my hair was messed up. Like over here trying to be cute. And... Well, at least he cared. Yeah, at least he, he did. Cared. He really did. Like I think he's that's a very the, inquisitive the, person. It's, you gotta be when you. I think that's like the key with a biracial yeah. relationship. Like you, you have to be interested. You yeah. You know, if not, like mm, you just in it for. Uh, Even if it's like he in it for a whole a other whole last <laughs> other reason. Like yeah. I done seen that situation before, and that kind of like. I done stopped that before. Wait, stopped what? Like, I never. I was out and I was like walking over Lark, and it just be lit. Like when all the bars closed, mm-hmm. and it was like a friend of mine's cousin and like five of her friends, and there was like a group of like white dudes, and they just looked at mad like they were just like lusting over them. Yeah. Like really, like yo, like yo, this they look. I think they just came from like a wedding. They were all dressed in like the same. They were all dressed in white. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like in my mind, like I'm I'm walking up to the situation. I see them like prowling all all over these women, and I'm just like, nah, I'm not having this, bro. Like this is no like. And the one goes like, yo, what do you mean? I'm like, yo, they don't appreciate y'all. They see y'all as a trophy right yeah, now. Like you right now, you're just like, yo, this is gonna be you're accomplishment. Because you fulfill. Yeah, I was just going yeah. to say that a lot of white I guys. I can't. Speak. I'm not gonna have that on my head. Yeah, I can't speak for all white guys. I'm not a white male, but I feel like <laughs> a lot of 
non-black guys that have this fantasy that they want to fulfill. Oh, I've never talked to a black yeah. girl before. Oh, I've always liked black girls. You're my first black girl. And, and that's, like, that pisses me off. Like, yeah, yo, I'm biracial, but yo, I appreciate the fuck out of black women. Mm-hmm. I love black thank women. Thank you, thank you. But don't, do, like, you're not going to do that. You're not yeah, just going to, yeah, you're not going <laughs> to, like, think you're going to have this trophy piece yeah. and, like, no, you really don't appreciate her. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't even do that. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Where's he coming for you? I'm com- yo, yo, yeah. I'm, on, I'm at your door. <laughs> <laughs> Bring our girls back. <laughs> Shut up. Yo, you're mad annoying. Let's get into these details. So, Kenny, um, this is actually inspired by you because, <laughs> because I saw you on Twitter um, tweeting these little tidbits about some things that you would do for your woman, you know, to show her that you appreciate her and that you care about her. And I actually have some right here. So, At Bear of the East said, um, let her hold the ox cord. Hashtag it's in the details. Figure out her favorite wine and buy it for her. Hashtag it's in the details. Recommend a book you've read that you that you think she'd like. Ask her for one too. Talk about them when you finish. It's in the details. Plan a week's worth of meals that y'all can cook together. Hashtag it's in the details. Spending the day teaching one another how to teach something you both like to do. It's in the details. Create a mix of artists you think she'd like. Hashtag it's in the details. Send her a written letter, a handwritten letter, and spray it with your cologne, not bratty spray, but cologne. Hashtag it's in the details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell her you like her voice, play in her hair, watch her favorite show with her. Hashtag it's in the details. So you want to give me a little bit of backstory on where this came from? You was in a good mood that day? Yeah, I was at work, so I was just thinking about things I wouldn't do if I was in a relationship. Things that I've done. Oh, you're not in a relationship? I'm not. I'm oh, single, yeah, oh, okay. So. Oh, the tweet that, said otherwise. So, I mean, I guess oh, no. I guess I wasn't reading See, really this, in between these are the, the lines. That I would do. Oh, about okay. In a relationship things I think guys in relationships should be thinking about doing if they're already in a relationship, or if you're not, just keep it in the back of your mind. Uh huh. Should be doing for a girl to show that you know you really want her around. Because mm-hmm. I think people in general like to know that they're wanted to be like near near you. Yeah, and appreciated <laughs> and, yeah. and loved. So the music one, um, what was that? Let her hold the ox. <laughs> no, no, no. There was another one towards. The oh, uh, Let's see what her playlist like. Oh yeah, create yeah. a mix of artists <laughs> you think that she'd like. So a lot of my <clears throat> friends are into music. You got Colby who just did a A and R. Salute. Somebody's record. Um, all my friends play music. I play bass personally, and I play trumpet as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I've always been huge into jazz, R and B, gospel, soul many different genres so just i would cre- i've created playlists in the past where women i was in, in a relationship with mm-hmm. and it always was sweet they thought it was amazing and it just Aww. artists from all over the place i was never <laughs> have you ever like asked a girl <clears throat> out or to prom like basic like so you know how you can make like a cd on mm. windows media player yeah, and then you can yeah. like change the title of the yeah. songs it was like will track one is will track yeah. two is you that, that's a great idea yeah Expansion. but the only way you can see that is if you put it in the computer and a lot of like like you know macbooks and yeah, yeah. a lot and imacs don't have the cd rom slots yeah. so 
You might have missed the boat, but I you did. never know. I definitely missed that one. You never know. But someone could definitely <laughs> MP3s. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Be creative. Take it to the next. Yeah, that's really what it was about. Like all the tweets were about being creative. So it's in the details. That hashtag is just men being creative and doing just next level not even really next level stuff just like basic things yeah like thoughtful things yeah yeah it's the thought that counts you don't (laughs) always have to spend money and i think that a lot of guys feel like they always have to spend money exactly but then get mad when you're only doing things (laughs) you're only spending money and then wonder why she's only responding when you only spend money Mm -hmm. it's like if you did more thoughtful things if you spent time with people so what you base it around. Yeah, exactly. Like, if that's all she knows you for, like, oh, he, you know, we go do this, we go do that, he pays for this, he pays for that, though. Mm-hmm. That, that's an expectation. Yeah. I'm just going to use you. Yeah. <laughs> you put yourself <laughs> out there like that. Exactly. So it's the dude's fault. It is. Yeah. It is the man's fault. But it's kind of like how um, last week, you know, um, well, LT cooked a nice little, like, lunch dinner for us. Um what, what was it? Chicken lettuce wrap? Yeah, it was like a, my take on a, a P.F. Chang, like chicken lettuce wrap. And then I, uh, the rice, Kenny actually gave me the rice a while ago. And I just mm-hmm. looked like looked up like a little recipe to do the Batsmani rice. Um, yeah, it was good. And that's the reason why I did the whole cooking thing and, and started that was because like, yo, you know, you got to be different. Dudes got to start being different. Yeah. You know, the dynamic is kind of changing. You have some women who go out and they work all day long they don't have the time to come home and even cook for themselves Mm -hmm. so you know dudes i think it's time to be a little mindful of that like maybe the role is changing like yo you could do her laundry once in a while you could do you know you could cook and Mm -hmm. and it goes back to like you were saying like the the um the the small things are like the most important things and you know in my relationship with, with my girlfriend like for her though that is what makes her feel important you know it's like I, when we first met our first date, like, I just started opening the door. Like, I would open the car door. Even though she's driving, I would still go around and open the car door for her and, you know, let her get in. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of had my little Bronx tail moment when I kind of looked through the, you know, looked through the back <laughs> and see if she was opening the door for me, you know what I mean? So, and then when I spun around, the door was open. So it was like, all right, and I just, I kept that going. So, yeah. you know, and a little discussion that we had, she was like, you know, that's one of the things that you do that make me feel really special you know and then the fact that you're considerate you do things without being asked you know she has a dog if the dog you know uses the bathroom in the house on the little training pad I'm, I'm you know if I'm in the house and I see that I'm gonna pick it up I'm gonna put it in the trash I'm gonna bring the trash out you know dishes dishes need to be done just like like she said doing things without being actual and just oh. being considerate yeah. you know I'm getting hella J. Cole folding clothes <laughs> right now. I love it oh, man. <laughs> I love that. Like so one of much. my friends busted her knee, and like the day after she did it, like I took her to the, I took her to CVS to go get a knee brace. I cooked for her. I cleaned her house. Held her down. Nah, yeah. That's okay. Homie. Like, like, and this, and this is just your friend. Like you had no friend. intentions. Because nah, I think that's what friend. people get confused too. Like they think that you should be doing all these things with the intent of like you know yeah. being in a relationship or like smashing whatever you know so it's I, I have to say as a woman sometimes it's hard to decipher between when a man's being genuine versus when he's like really just trying to that's when you, that's why you got to get there like that's something that i've learned in in this relationship like before normally I, I well knowing what i know now i feel like you know most of the time it was kind of based off of the physical attraction more so <laughs> than uh you know a psychological attraction or anything else and 
you know, going through what I went through, you know, uh, getting to know the girl that I'm with now, it's, mm-hmm. it was more of a friendship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was. That's so important. It, yeah. it was built off of something different. So yeah. it's like, you know, I don't know. The vibe is different. You know, like she said, there's no ulterior motive. Like, I didn't really go into it with, like, thinking, like, all right, I'm about to smash. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I was in my own lonely zone. I went out, I had sushi, <clears throat> and, like, she liked the picture. We happened to go to school together for a while, and, you know, she liked the picture. I just inboxed her, like, hey, what's up? You like sushi? Like, we got to go have sushi one time. And, mm-hmm. like, it just snowballed, you know? And she, at that time, she was dating and talking to other people, and it was just like, all right. I kind of had to take that on, too. Like, some women do that, uh, dating. I didn't, as a man, I... To me, dating was like, I, I'm dating you. I'm dating one person where you have some people look at dating as like, all right, I'm going to, you know, dating isn't normally, have, isn't usually having sex, but it's like, I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to talk to this person. It's mm-hmm. just the conversation, really. Yeah. Seeing, feeling people out and it's like, nah, I'm, that's not me. That's not, I've not, not the type of. You've been always been a what? I'm dating someone, I'm dating yeah, like, that's, yeah. Hey, I don't need to date four or five people. It's not got time for that. I, I can't keep up with it. I'm gonna end up getting somebody's name wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is for me. Yeah, it's the just world the in time. trouble for no reason. So yeah, <laughs> my days are filled. Like if I'm talking to you, you're important. You're important to me. I'm taking time out of my day to like engage in a conversation with you. Yeah. I'm only gonna do that mm-hmm. with one person. Oh, we need more guys like y'all in this world. <laughs> so cute. So, how do you feel about um, the whole idea of sliding in the DMs? Like, would you prefer a girl to slide in your DMs? Do you? Would you rather pursue? Because I've seen some instances where men have said, you know, I don't want a girl to pursue me because it, it makes it easy, or you know, like it depends. Like for me, I'm a shy guy. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, co- contrary to what people might think, you know, because of how handsome I am or whatever. Like, <laughs> can you get all the girls? Like, I just had this conversation last night with one of my little cousins. Like, yo, you get all the girls. I'm like, bro, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> girls might may like me or whatever, but I don't approach women like that and so on and so forth. So for me, it's just a little different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really want our community to stop with this whole light skin stigma. Like, Yo, who you oh, you light skin, so you must get all the girls. Oh, you light skin, that's why you ain't text you back. Like, I'm tired of that. For me, we it's are probably, all black people. Yes, like, it's probably created like a little bit of a, I don't want to call it a phobia or like mm-hmm. a little bit of a like. It a is a issue, phobia. Like an issue with myself almost. Like, ah, oh, man, I already know you how You feel people... like you have an issue with yourself? Well, not really. Like, I just know people is going to be like, oh, you light-skinned. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I always get that yeah. side eye, like that light-skinned side eye. Like, mm, you light-skinned. <laughs> light-skinned side eye. For real? Like, girls be like, oh, oh, you, my oh you, you don't got a girlfriend? You know, when I didn't have a girlfriend, I'd be like, no, I don't have a girlfriend. They'd be like, mm-hmm. You probably got a, you know, <laughs> you probably got a bunch of girls or something like that. And it's uh-huh. just like, oh, man, nah. <laughs> it, it ain't even like that. Yo, that's crazy. So, what is some of like what are some of the most thoughtful things that you've done for your girl? No, I mean like I, I kind of went into it. I, I kind of dove into mm-hmm. it. Like I said, the, the thoughtful things are really the 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 thankless things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The things that you're gonna do for your girlfriend that are like thankless that you're not gonna get a thank you every time, and it's really. <clears throat> in my situation is being understanding like and and being um yeah being understanding like my girlfriend she's a uh 
airline uh, stewardess or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, air, a flight attendant, and she travels a lot. And you know, I don't see her that much. You know, what I mean, I might see her a couple of days out the month. You know, you know what I'm saying. And I just, I know that I just need to be there for her and support her. So I feel like right now, that's probably the biggest thing that I that I do is just mm-hmm. being supportive. And I think that's what in in any in every relationship. Like I told you, I was reading the book Wire for Love, yeah. and it, like it talks about that. Man. Yeah, it's crazy. So tell me a little bit more. So did you read any more? I've like, been reading some. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've learned. I've taken away a, a, a few a few key things mm-hmm. like from the book since I've been reading it. You know. Are you about to whip it out? Okay. Yeah, I got. I, I got to I stay with that with me. Stays <laughs> with me. But um, yeah, it's just like <clears throat> it's really just talking about like basically rewiring the mind mm-hmm. you know and, and how like the human mind really is like wired for war more more so than love mm-hmm. and uh you know like the first thing it talks about is like putting your relationship first you know and i i feel like a lot of people are scared to 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 commit really to commit to a relationship due to like previous uh relationship traumas or whatever and it and it talks about that too how like mm-hmm. you know you can't carry that with you mm-hmm. you know no, you can't. So, um, oh, I wanted to ask you. So, how how has it been for you dealing with pretty much a long distance relationship? How is that? Mm, it's it's a double edged sword. Like because I'm a creative and I like to like do. I'm all over the place. Like I help I help Kenny with stuff. You mm-hmm. know, like I styled the 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 shoot that we did in the city. You know, I'll look for locations. I'll just pop up and I'll you know kind of be like a creative director when we're doing pictures and stuff like that so for me to have that time when she's away to like do what I need to do mm-hmm. it it benefits me but then I'm one of those type of people where like damn I like to have the affection I like to have you know that type of thing going on and when she's not around I can't have that that's when it's like the you know the issue or whatever mm-hmm. but it, I can't even say it, it, it becomes an issue because I've learned to like deal with it mm-hmm. you know what i mean and and i don't even really even want to say deal with it because then it's like it seems like i'm putting it to the you know we have our own little system you know of, of speaking and, and just keeping in contact and stuff so kenny you said that you have had terrible experiences with your long distance relationships i, mean, I gotta only, hear about this the only reason it was a bad experience was because i was more ready than the person was to be in a relationship mm. so the distance made it harder, I think, for her. This has only solidified my wanting to be with her. So I was, as soon as I graduated, I was ready to move out there. Where does she live, if you don't mind me asking? She lived in Texas. Oh, okay. Last time I heard, she lived in Texas. Oh, How do you not know where she lives right now? Because <laughs> we don't talk anymore. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought that you were saying, like, this... You no, had a long distance relationship and you're trying to make it work currently. No. This oh, was last I see. Year. This was last year's relationship. Um, but it didn't work out. Uh, I was really ready. She wasn't. Aww. And it sucked. No, I'm it sorry. <laughs> no, nah, it happens. I'm sorry. But I, I definitely think the long distance relationships can work. Just both people have to really agree upon, like, mm-hmm. when it's our time to link up, we're going to link up. Mm-hmm. And, like, nothing's going to encroach on time yeah i mean and that you got to do that with any relationship though you know it's like putting putting the relationship first mm-hmm. you know this book i anybody and everybody who is in a relationship 
get wired for love. Like, go get it. Start reading books in general. Yeah. Yes. Read books. Like, read people books. People really don't read books. They don't, I forgot yeah. I how much I really liked reading books. Yeah. I made the suggestion to LT last week that he should have bought um, his girlfriend a copy I of Wired for Love and mad. sent it to her yes. so they can hey, read it hey. on the phone at yes. night. Yeah, yes. that's so cute. Let's, let's read the next Have yes. book role play. You know what's crazy? It's like, <laughs> it, reading it in, in like, it opened, like, just in, like, the introduction and everything, like, it opened my eyes up. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I've been thinking along these lines a little bit, but to really see it and then really, like, like, yo, this is, you know what I mean? Like, finding this information and being able to utilize it and knowing that when you utilize it, and you know, it opens your mind up a little bit more, you know? And, and that's really what it's about is being open. And it talks about uh, mutuality. Like, that's really important in relationships, and people think they have mutuality, but really it's more like uh, autonomy, or autonomy. Yeah, autonomy. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's just, just get the book. Just get the book. <laughs> I don't know. Plug. Plug, yeah, right? Sh- shameless plug. <laughs> also, I recommend people start journaling more. Like, mm-hmm, so I do too, yeah. My journal is filled with Polaroids mm-hmm. and just other trinkets from places I've been and just like it, I don't journal every day but I journal whenever I feel like I need to mm-hmm. whenever something I feel that is important happens I'll take a picture and then write about it yeah cause people gotta stop putting business on Facebook yeah right? social media <laughs> yeah that's the real that's where it's really at get you a journal yeah. you know what I mean keep your private moments to yourself you know your integrity is everything and mm-hmm. people be putting themselves out here they none do. of that Pill- pillow tired. talking and <laughs> Facebook talking and yeah, just talk to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Get a diary. I know. Sell it one day or something. That's the plan. <laughs> yeah. Sell your diary. Why? Why not? I have yeah. a book of poetry that dates back to 2011 when I first started writing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even know yeah, you were one day. You all, are just a jack of all key. trades. It's all low key. Gotta, you gotta be multifaceted you gotta, nowadays. You, if you have wanna to get be. to know me. You gotta ask questions or be with me long enough that mm. I don't feel certain. Mm-hmm. I can't tell everybody everything <laughs> up front. I don't know how long you're going to, because for me, it's I don't know how long you're going to be in my life. So what's mm-hmm. the point of me telling you all of my business as soon as we meet? Mm-hmm. You may you may be gone in six months. Like, we may not talk Damn, anymore. That's deep. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's deep. Yeah. So how do you feel about people, like, putting up um, guards from the very beginning? Because I know for me, I have an issue with keeping my guard up for a long time just because of the situations that I've been in. And guys will tell me, like, you know, it's hard to get to know you because I feel like you have this wall up. Like, how how can I break that down? I don't have any advice for them to have, like, as to how to break it down, you know? So how do you, as a man or as men, Mm -hmm. work on breaking down those barriers and those walls with these women who, you know, you're trying to get to know? I mean, I think it starts off with your intent from the gate. Like, if it's something that, you know, honestly, like, you're just trying to fuck and you're not really trying to get to know her and shit like that, like, it's not going to be easy because it's not going to seem genuine. It's not going to seem real. It might Mm -hmm. seem forced. Might not really have anything to talk about. Might not have anything in common. You know what I mean? I feel like you got to be able to take your time when it comes to dealing with a, a, a woman who has her guard up and knowing that eventually, like, her guard is going to come down. But also, it it, it it talks to, like, what I was saying. Like, you can't, and in a book, like, you can't 
bring along baggage from other relationships mm-hmm. like you said it's 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 issues you dealt with and that you've had to deal with mm-hmm. you know what i mean and for me i've had i've had women cheat on me i've had women like talk to other dudes over talking i've had just the mm-hmm. most happen and i've never really allowed that to sour me and be like i right, you know f love That's or good, yeah. you know what i mean it is a sense of maturity too it is but and you have to learn from every experience. Yeah. Every relationship is a learning experience. You know, if I were ever to walk away from this relationship, I would learn that, you know, I have to get to know a female or a woman, excuse me. I have to get to know a woman. <laughs> I was about to get cooked. We, I was about to get cooked. I was about to get cooked. Because I'm glad you corrected that. I'm about to get cooked. We may not, they may not know why you corrected yourself. So okay. Let Simone, if you want to take that. Well, I'm not, I'm not even going to hold you. You taught me last week oh, really? <laughs> why, yeah, because well, I've seen on Twitter where people would be like, oh, you need to stop calling women females, nah, we're yeah, women, yeah, yeah. like, and you, like, obviously, you know, female means a, like, a female dog, yeah. like, a bitch, whatever. Just a species, though, yeah. like, like but the thing is, though, so, like, I guess when I say, when I hear females and males, I don't think of it as derogatory, but people are putting that derogatory connotation on it, because if I'm sitting here saying, okay, there's two males in the room, are y'all gonna bark at me? Like, are you gonna be like, oh, no. Like, it's just, I just don't understand. Like, I understand I now, but... No, I was just gonna say, I understand now, but I just, to me, I don't think it's that big of a deal, yeah. but I that's just it. me. And to me, it's always been about, I don't wanna say anything that makes people uncomfortable mm-hmm. like they can't talk to me. So I want to, I want to, I want personally, before I talk to anybody else, to be able to be there for people who need somebody. Mm-hmm. So if I want to be that person, I need to show respect. Even if I don't think it's yeah. that serious. Yeah, no, I, I don't agree. necessarily agree with it. Yeah. Like, I need you to be comfortable because I want to be able to help you. Exactly. Yo, we went to this event down in Brooklyn at a gallery, right? And normally I don't, I'm, I'm I'm conscious of it. You feel what I'm saying? Like I always I say woman, I say female, I say female every now and again slipping up. So we're going <laughs> to this event and it's at a gallery. And before I walk in, it's it's ran by a female, and damn it, it's ran by a woman, right? <laughs> so he, he we're, and it's it's crazy that I say female because before we walk in, he's like, yo, I'm telling you now. Don't say female. <laughs> say yo, you gonna get chewed up in here. What kind of was this? And this, it was a it was a networking event. Okay. At the studio I held my first art show at. So my friend Daryl O. Holy Rad. The, yeah, she wrote into the studio. Holy Rad on Instagram. Um, but I was like, don't say female and don't say bitch. You can use. And like obviously, <laughs> there's other words you shouldn't use too. Yeah. Like don't use homophobic or transphobic words. But, like, those are the two those main the two. ones. Because on the car <laughs> the right now, ones. like, we had, <laughs> I had to correct. But I was just like, don't do it in here because I'm not trying. We drove three hours. I'm not trying to get kicked out of the first 15. <laughs> like, we paid our, we did our dues, paid our dues. So, like, let's come in and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just be respectful of the space. <laughs> I don't want to come to nobody's house and be disrespectful. I had fun. Yeah. That was a lot great of fun. time. 
I didn't drop the F word and not talking about fuck either. <laughs> no one said female. There's another F word that mm. people seem to be scared of nowadays too, and it's feminism. Now let me tell you. I have a story, okay. So I was talking to this guy and he just starts going in about how like women on Twitter, like all these feminists on Twitter just be out of pocket saying this, that, and the third, upset over everything. And he's he's literally ripping into feminist assholes and um so then he goes wait you're not one of those black feminists are you oh no and i really wanted to be like yes the fuck i am but now i am yeah now i am because like you know i'm a feminist and i have the strong belief that everyone should be a feminist obviously it's just you understanding and wanting equal rights for women and men like who wouldn't want that like, I just don't understand why some men, and I guess some women, too, have this negative connotation on feminism. I would say a majority of men. I wouldn't even say some. I think it's, it's definitely more than 50%. Okay. Like, if know, we're being honest, I thank yeah. I you for saying some. Yeah. But it's, what, take offense mm, to it? Yeah. Most, yeah. I feel like most. Do. Or they judge. Like, they'll say, oh, because I'm sure if I went outside, and you, granted, today is the Women's March, and there's a whole bunch of initiatives going on right now. But if I were to just go to the mall, with my feminism shirt, I would either get dirty looks yep. or women or men coming up to me like, wow, I really respect you for wearing that shirt. Thank yeah. you. So, and, and I feel like there will be more dirty looks there. Yes, oh, there are. Yeah. And judgments. Thank you. I yeah. understand what you said. So I just think, I think it gets a bad, like, a feminism gets like a bad rep from some people, some, some women who like kind of go OD with it. You know, you have someone who will go over the edge yeah, you know what I mean. Like and the the women who don't wear pads <laughs> during the oh, period. Oh, free bleed! Like I'm, yeah, or, like I'm that's... not even talking about. I'm just saying, like, pe- like you have some women who really go in on dudes and every dude. Oh, you mean you attacking? Know? Okay. Yeah, and it's just like I understand where you coming from. Um, it's all like I'm like I said, 100 percent with it. But and for me, it doesn't bother me because it's some Kenny said like, yo, if it doesn't apply, let it fly. And it's like, oh, I like yeah. that. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> for me, I, I'm i not the guy doing this stuff. So yeah. I, I don't really take heed to it. what you're saying doesn't really apply to me. But I could see where, and it does aggravate me sometimes where I see some uh, women really going in. It's like, all right, all women are not angels. Like women mm-hmm. really, to me, women have the ability to really do men dirty because you know, you could just get done doing whatever with the next dude and come be all up in my face and be all up on me and coddle me and rub me and hug me and stroke my ego, and I'm going to think everything is all good. Mm -hmm. But in your mind, you have something else going on, and you won't be really forthcoming with that. And, I'm like, that's one thing about me. I respect the real. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling a type of way about a relationship or you're feeling a type of way about anything, just be honest and be 100 with me, and I respect that more than you thinking you have to, like, oh, uh, protect my feelings or whatever. Yeah. Like, that is the lamest thing ever. You know? Like, yeah. right. I'd rather you rip the bandage off. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, I'm appealing back slow. <laughs> nah, Which hurts, hurts more. even more. Yeah. Just, ah, rip it right off. Right, Mass salty. Keep it moving. Hella salt in the wound. <laughs> yeah. Hella salt. Yeah, just hella salt in the wound. Yeah. Because it'll, let me heal. Let me, <laughs> I can, no, you know, it's just I could respect real and honesty. Like, my mother always brought me up, like, oh, being honest will get, get you out of it. If you sit here and you tell a lie about something, it just, like, compounds the issue. 
There's no need to lie. Like, I'm just going to tell you you're going to get over You're going to be mad, and then you're going to get over it. Because at, at the end of the day, you're not going to have anything to be mad or stew about anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, when you lie to someone, it's like, oh, I asked you. You didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. And this, that, and the third. Why didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. Why were you lying? Why, why? trust that person again. Yeah. If, and, and if you tell them the truth, it's like you tell them the truth, and they're just like. Yeah. They can't say oh, anything. All right. Yeah, uh, you have no choice but to respect yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Some people, you have some people who don't like that. Like, yeah. like you know, my girlfriend at first, I feel like she didn't like how honest I was. Why though? Because I would call her out. Oh, I'm calling. You okay, out. well, there's a difference between calling somebody out and that's just, just being completely being, honest. That's me being honest. That's me being honest so with you're how saying, I feel. Like you wouldn't sugarcoat anything. Like if no, well, give me an example. If you, if it's not too personal. No, I mean I can. I can't really come up with an example, but I wouldn't, I, I would coddle her or if, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be rough and mm-hmm. be all brute with it if, if you know, it didn't call for it or she was fragile at that moment, you know, I'm not going to be bugging like tear on her. Down yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I'm not okay. going to do that. But if it's like, we're sitting in, it's a joking moment and she like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yo, nah, I'm calling you out. Like, nah. You said last night you ain't like General South chicken. Now you ordering General South chicken? <laughs> yeah, you you frauding, you know? It's just little stuff, little yeah. stuff. I've um, had, I guess, healthy debates with people about um, what it means to omit the truth versus lying. And that's a whole other topic. Like, I've gotten in arguments with guys because I've decided to omit, like I, I, like I just obviously decided that I'm not going to say something. Like you didn't ask. I'm the kind of person that is I'm like, oh, don't ask, don't yo, tell. I, now I know this is an issue. I know this is an yeah, issue. But l- hear me out. Hear me out. Because I felt it was going to affect our relationship. Hold on. So that's why I decided it's that I wasn't going to say them. anything. So, but when you <laughs> ask me and I tell you the truth, then all of a sudden I'm a liar. No, this, on, that, what the, was it? Nope, see, it on what it was. No, this is the thing. No, nah, it does. I'll admit that it depends <laughs> on what it was. It does, because but if you t- if you tell if you tell the t- it goes back to being honest and telling the truth. I've had that issue before, and it's like, all right, I feel like you'll judge me, and it's like, no, I'm not gonna judge you, but I feel like you withholding this is you judging yourself, like you know it's something that's kind of yeah, heavy, yeah. and mm-hmm. you don't want to be judged, but you you're judging yourself by saying you don't want to be judged. Mm-hmm. If you just be one hundred, like I right, I did this. And and when you're like you're omitting the truth, you're not want to say it. It's almost like you're hiding it. It's a way of hiding it. I mean, it is. It, I'm, and, I'm not gonna front. It is, but I was trying to protect the other person. Plus, see, this is this a thing. You could say I feel like I'm not ready. Like I'm not ready to discuss it. I'm, I'm I'm really not ready to discuss it right now. And he should respect that because in the relationship that I'm in, there's certain things that we've, you know, come to a point at the at the discussion where you know some things were going to be disclosed and it's like you know what i don't feel comfortable talking about that right now mm-hmm. and it's cool because at a certain point in time you should get you should be in a relationship and you should get to a point where she should open up to you about any and everything yeah. and it goes back to you know for me that's something that that you know is a thing that makes me feel special is when you know my girl can confide in me and you know i feel as though and she lets me know that like she's safe Mm-hmm. You know, and, and she's comfortable around me. That's something that makes me feel special. Yeah, it's very and important. It is important, but you have to know how to like get there. Yeah. And you don't get there and it by takes like, time. Yeah, you don't get there by trying to force stuff, yeah. but also with what you said, like oh omitting it, it's also how you put it in that aspect. Like if you just be like, Oh, I'm not telling you 
then it's gonna it creates a problem. But if you're like, yeah, you know, right now, I just mm-hmm. think that I can't talk we, yeah, like it's just too heavy. It's too heavy for for at first at this point. Yeah, but I just feel like there's a whole bunch of people in this world who are like, you know, keep it a buck with me. I can handle everything. And then when you tell them either about themselves or about a situation, then they get defensive. So it's ca- like I call them on it. Yeah, yeah. You gotta call them on it. You That's can't. Exactly. You have to call them on. It. You can't be like, oh, you told me to keep it a stack. Yeah, it's like Donald <laughs> Trump. And, it's like Donald Trump and Meryl so. Street. Like Donald Trump will tweet out and say anything about anyone, but then Meryl Streep comes out mm-hmm. like, "Yo, you're it didn't even name drop. foolish." This and the third, yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, all mad at her." It's mm-hmm. like, how could you be mad? How could you seriously be mad? No, seriously, he's he's just a whole other topic. He just I don't want to talk about. <laughs> he it. can't he handle any kind of criticism. <laughs> I never asked you, um, either one of you, what's the most thoughtful thing someone has done for you? Ooh. Ooh. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Nah. I don't know. Most awful thing someone has done for me. Damn. I'm pretty sure it was something like, I don't know. Can't think of anything really yeah. off the top of my Not head. Really Not anything significant. That was just like, you know what? That really blew my mind. And I'm sorry. Like, to, I'm sorry to say this. Women don't really do that. Uh, that's not I true that is not I true that I am such a thoughtful that. person I'm I have, not, okay. I have okay. stories I'm gonna alright alright all right. 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 but I have all right. stories that I've been with haven't always been the most thoughtful okay okay but I definitely cause like if we're talking about in general my mom's the most thoughtful person my entire life mm-hmm. of course that's your mom that's your mom bro boy that's her job yeah that like Ma, you ain't even. Why are you spending your money, Ma? Like, stop uh, spending your money. Like, yeah. yeah, when I think about I it, my mom's the most thoughtful out. person, too. Yeah. I, yeah, have, I don't know, man. I gotta take that back. Yeah. I gotta take that back. Please We're gonna let you think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah, ahead, yeah, yeah. I gotta take that back. Um, I don't know. He's still thinking, though. Nah, yeah. <laughs> and are we talking just relationships or in general? Um, I was referring to relationships, so we can talk about it in general. No, like, no, we gonna keep this constricted to the confines of this. And, it's okay. Minus do rags, we do rag, talk. So we ain't talking about nobody's mom. Like, it's weird. But um, wow, yeah, we gonna need a need a quick little second. What What about you? Okay. About well, yeah. Um. Well, for me. I can't. I also can't think of any um, situations where someone has done something extremely thoughtful yeah. that you know that like yeah. has resonated with me or I find significance. But like I was saying, I'm a super thoughtful person. Like I, I pay attention to people's um, needs and wants and what they say that they like. Um, so, in examples of like relationships, um, one of my exes. <laughs> it kind of it was like a birthday gift, and I kind of created like a a gift bag, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. of like all these things that he was saying that he like wanted or needed, like uh, for example, for a while I don't know why he was doing this, he was wearing a um, shoestring as like a belt because his other belts like were either like all busted up. No, you're not wearing a shoestring. Got a shoestring. We gotta get you a belt. It's a, fa- so- <laughs> it's a fashion statement. No, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. It's my skate, it's swag. Skate shoestring belts are way better. He wasn't a skater. Shoestring belt hurts so much. Oh my not god. So I didn't even think that was a thing. I thought that he was just doing that because that's ridiculous. It got started but- by skaters. That's definitely a fashion trend that got started by skaters. <laughs> because I used to wear Azumi, so like mm-hmm. we sold pants that came with shoestrings as the belt. Because what? when not you when you fall, falling and hitting like a belt yeah. in the front or else it hurts. And so I can see much. that. Yeah. 
Well, I took the initiative to buy him a belt because I just was like, we're not having that. Like, no. <laughs> like, no. Um, but when I gave him the gift, the stuff, he was like, oh, thank you, babe. I appreciate it. And then um, later on, he was like, well, I guess I don't really consider this like a birthday gift. So I was oh. like a little offended. Yeah. Because it's like, I, I, kinda... I spent all this time like, oh, it was like dirt over there. Did the... want a belt? Or like, did you think he needed a belt? I guess I thought he needed a belt. See, but listen, whoa. but listen, listen. There were like so many things. It's not even just the belt. Like I can't think of like the other stuff. Maybe like t-shirts. Like we'd okay. be out shopping. Okay. He'd be like, "Oh, I like this," and he'll put it down. And then I'll rem- I'll make a mental note of it, and I'll go pick it up. Like okay. they, it was like that. It was like that kind of gift. See, um, I don't even like my birthday or celebrating my birthday in general. So I would I would appreciate mm-hmm. that because yeah. I don't really I don't want to go out. I don't really want to be a lot around a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like my last birthday was in DR, but um, that's because, wow. my, parents, nah, that's because <laughs> my parents were doing their vow renewal. Twenty five. Oh, years, okay. Twenty five years. Shout out to. Oh them. yes, black the, love. The ceremony too. So shout out to them. <laughs> it was mad cute. But um, the year before, I got, I, oh no, my twenty first birthday, I bought six beers. I hung out on the block with my homies. I didn't have to work that day, mm-hmm. so I hung out with the, on the block with the homies. We drank a few beers, and then I went to dinner with my parents, and that was it. Hmm. I didn't do anything else. It so you're not an extravagant oh, birthday, birthday person. Yeah. It's, all, <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday month. Birthday month. <laughs> like, oh, this whole month is month now. Yeah. And it's crazy because when people find out my birthday, they're like, how? Y'all are mad extra. Because I'm a Leo. So yeah. I'm in August, and Leos get the bad rep of being mad extra Time. Yes, but y'all I do. I yes, don't care. y'all are. I don't care about my birthday at all. So like a belt, if I only had one, or uh-huh. you saw that I was wearing a shoestring belt all the time, I'd be like, yo, thanks, babe. Like, mm-hmm. yo, yeah, because it's. I, I thought it was considerate. In another instance, I can think of. I guess I, I'm a big birthday person because um, this guy told me that he liked Tennessee. Obviously, every black man in the world likes Tennessee. Oh, what? I think you were the, the first. Overrated you were the ever. first. Do I'm you like Tennessee, LT? I fucking hate Tennessee. Excuse my language. <laughs> I hate Well, see, I'm like, I did a kind of like an internship. At like a, with Tennessee? Yeah, kind of. Like, my cousin was a brand ambassador, and oh, I kind of okay. like did an internship with him and his little thing that he had going on. So, like, I would be going from club to club every night drinking Hennessy Black for like oh, two months straight. Hennessy Black. Yeah, so I kind of had enough. I had my fair share of Henny. I do. I learned that Hennessy Black is the only cognac in the world that's made to mix. So I like mixed drinks now. I really don't like drinking Henny straight. You know what I mean? So I, mean, I can really drink straight as well. That's like. Yeah. You just, yeah, we know. Me, You're right? just getting drunk at yeah, that point. Yeah, we know. Don't and people who be around me like he don't think he drinks, get drunk. I make my drink strong. Yeah. I really don't be that. And he don't be drunk. That's <laughs> how drunk he. That's how drunk he be. He don't think he drunk. Kinda. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So um, with the honey. So you told me he liked honey, but he also told me that he like wanted to stay home and just have like a get together at the crib with his bros and me and bring my friends, whatever. So I was trying to be, like, kind of cute and considerate. So I bought him a bottle of Henny, 
But I thought, like, you know, why not make Henny Coladas? So I went and bought, like, the pina colada mix. I brought my Nutribullet from home, got the ice. Like, I I had it all set up. I was like, okay, I know you like Henny, but, like, let's take it a step further. And, you know, like, have little, like, Henny Coladas. (laughs) And he was like, oh, this is so nice. Like, this is the most thoughtful thing anyone has ever done for me. I appreciate it. Like, and it was something, like, just so mindless to me. I was like, oh, this this will be cool. The smallest thing. Yeah. Like, I have so many instances of where I've done, like, little thoughtful things, but, you know. See, that's not what came to mind when you, when, you know, you, when you asked the, the initial question. Uh, I was uh, thinking uh, of, like, the big, the big thing, like, damn, I'm about to cry, babe. What? No, yeah, I was thinking, like, but not, No, like, not, not little, like that. No. The little stuff, yeah, of course. I think being in a, little, a relationship, like, it's important that uh, you, you know, do, yeah. you know, do I the little, little stuff. Things yeah. Yeah, me too. Definitely. I remember one time I was traveling, and a person I was with was the navigator. That was it. That's all she did. That was her whole responsibility. Mm-hmm. Listen, getting, man. Getting us there and back. Hmm. Yeah, it's, impor- it's important with Kenny. Go right. It's, it's very <laughs> nah, important Nah, because I, I hate people who can't give good directions. <laughs> that, I still remember that to this day. Aw. Shit. Even though that it seems like so, so, so little. So small. So people be like, yo, like, all okay. she did was follow the link. She followed <laughs> Siri on Google Maps. Like, she didn't do nothing. But Siri did more. For- nah, man. Especially driving in the city, mm-hmm. you gotta take bridges and yeah, no, and you're right. Getting me there and back. Oh my god, I, I hate driving that. in the city. God, yo, we drove in the city. Let's not talk about Let's that. Yeah, <laughs> I it took about three yeah. hours yeah. to get back. I don't know how y'all do it. I was praying for y'all. I was like, I pray was, to God that they are so safe. So bad. Drive. I don't know why you were driving in a blizzard. Like I don't. That's the thing. I had checked the weather the night before. <sighs> He it didn't check like, the weather no, today. He, I know he didn't. I know he didn't. I, did. I texted him. I did. Like, do you know that it's supposed to snow the entire day? This He's is like, my yeah, thing. I'm gonna tell him to bundle up. This is my I was thing. Like, what, Kenny? Are you kidding me? We, I only thought it was supposed to gonna. I only thought it was gonna be. <laughs> We was driving. We were we were driving on the throughway, and it went from regular, you know, do 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 do, nation a little precipitation, little rain. Then, then next, you know, it was like a half an inch of snow. People doing like forty miles an hour. Kenny's still doing like sixty. And I'm thinking like it's it's trying to kill you. It's snowing. It's snowing, and I'm thinking like. I'm hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking regular. like, all right, at what point are we gonna make our way over to the right lane, get off, and get back on and go in the other direction, going back home? <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm thinking, I'm, and I'm just like, yo, this nigga's gonna keep going. He's still going. Yo, we are actually, we were we're actually <laughs> hold up, that didn't no. Then on the way home, he wanna do forty. Nah, cause by then I was. Tired. tired. Then he don't want. Then you know he like that. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I could drive you. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Oh he was stubborn. Gosh. He was one of them stubborn like. I'm a stubborn driver. I'm not even going front. <laughs> we was about to be wrecked. We were fine. I'm, I'm just glad you store, made it back. We yeah, we were fine. Three hours later, <laughs> like, yo, the Chinese bus wow. beat us there and back. <laughs> <laughs> not the Chinese. You let Mei Ling beat us. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you. That one dude it's like, Albany, Albany, Albany. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. You know, the one dude who always got the mad expensive belts. Yo. You know exactly dude, what I'm talking yo. about. With the mad nice shoes. Still be dressed to, ride the, to drive the bus. Yo, he be Our blowing it. Though. Blowing it. 
Yo, you know people, they make money people don't like taking that Chinese bus. I'm I cool. Tw- they don't. Twenty five dollars, and he doing he doing ninety miles an hour the whole time <laughs> with a cigarette hanging out his mouth. He's exactly. like, this in the chair. <laughs> and the Chinese bus is mad cold too. Mad, it's, and it never, and it stinks. And it stinks. And there was stinks. one time I was in a Chinese bus, and two what people were behind us. About? They're having sex. Word. Dead that's ass. Lit. I ain't no, gonna that's lit. No, it's not. No, it's not because we were. The bus a little dirty, That's super dirty. Look, she like you. Hold on, what seat though? Like what seat? Like the, the very the, back, the very back to the yeah, right. Yeah, the four. Yeah, four. yeah. And then when I turned Big around, she's gonna say she saw us, and he was like, "I don't give a fuck." Uh, <laughs> what, did, what did she think though? What did she think? Uh, what did she really yeah, think? Like. <laughs> This is Harry. This is not Harry Potter. You don't have an invisibility (laughs) cloak. Like, I don't know what you're thinking. You literally like got a six inch space between you and the next person. They smelling you all in the air. Yeah, like, yeah. She's seen us. The whole bus seen you. The little boy over there seen you. Children on the bus. That was so. Little Ray Ray. He don't want the Xbox no more. He want that. He want the box, <laughs> not the X. Forget the X. Yeah. You ever seen a meme where it's like, oh, little Jason, this is the point where little Jason don't want the Xbox no more, the girl on the back of the motorcycle with the, her ass all out. I've yeah. never seen that. Yeah. I've never seen that. That is yeah. hilarious. Funny. That's bad, though. Damn. Yo, people, I remember one time somebody was smoking weed on the on On the, on the, on the bus. bus? Yeah, on Believe the it. bus. And I was just shook. I'm like, yo, police is going to come on here, bro. I don't want... I'm yo, I be, be I used to be really scared of police contact. Like I had a little issue happen, and I was just like, nah, I don't. You know. mm-hmm. They smoking, they smoking behind us, and I'm like, yo, I still yo, you put, yeah, like, like yo, you better just put, yeah, you better pull, <laughs> pull, yo, put it out, man, you're bugging. <laughs> then on uh, you know the the one the one bus ride, I you know I just partake. The bus <laughs> bro, bus broke down. I'm outside. And I'm like, yo, my nerves is wrecked. No, nah, the Chinese bus is mad cheap though. It's like ten dollars exactly. round trip. Ten fifteen dollars. I mean, it's like ten fifteen dollars, and your suffer. life is in danger, yeah, or yeah. forty dollars for a Greyhound and it's warm. Yeah, it's, it'd be cold in the winter sometimes. Greyhound it ain't even that nice. It's not good Wi-Fi. Really yeah, the, uh, the Wi-Fi is decent, decent, decent Wi-Fi. <laughs> Do they have? Can you actually plug in now? The, um, yeah, you what? can plug in. The plugs work, yeah. Okay, plugs I mean, that's work, literally the, the most you could do is listen to your music and charge your phone. Like, you can probably get on two sites maximum. I wish the train was cheaper. Wi-Fi. I know. I if the train was like $60, yeah. I would be I would on it. I would do it, it yeah. yeah. But um, round trip from Albany to New York 80. is like 120 really? It's ridiculous. It's 122 I would make that more affordable. I know. Yo, we should just start a black bus. Ugh, like Soul Plane? <laughs> Nah, nah, that'd be too lit. They'd be, they'd be they out of hand. Smoking down. weed, rolling <laughs> dice, all yeah, types like, of stuff be going down. People be selling stuff. Get shot on the bus. Oh. Oh my get God. shot on the bus. <laughs> no, they have a metal detector. How we have TSA? We make our own. We make our you own have a TSA. Yeah, gotta gotta search you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> not even weird. sorry. Like nah, you already know. Running, running out the the barber shop is the bus stop. Oh my God! You might be onto something. I think I am. You know, <laughs> you or that new casino. Ideas. I'm about to, yo. I want to go to that. Listen, so the bad. first week that thing is open, I'm getting me a 16 passenger van, and I'm like, yo, ten dollars a ride out this <laughs> Ten dollars a head. 
my gosh. That and is then, a bad and then, and then oh. you know, just come find me when you want to come back. I'm, I'm gonna be running the shuttle. I'm about to take you up on that because I want to go opening just, weekend. You know, you know, let me know. That's all. <laughs> okay, I, let's do I'm it. I'm good. I don't like spending money. I don't believe I can get made back in some way, shape, or form. You know what? You got to go to the casino with the intention of losing everything you go there with. Mm-hmm. Then once you do that, you, you're you content. Like, if you go there and like, oh, man, I really don't want to let this go, and you lose money, you're going to be walking out like, yo, I'm never so remember, coming back here. I remember one again. time I was playing cards with my friends. A couple of dollars later, I'm out $20. I was he sick. He mad at yo. Damn. I was sick. Over Imagine $20. being out $200, though. So People I get can't. like that. Listen, no. Forget $200. I seen a doctor. when I was, Last time I went to Turnstone, I seen a doctor to come in he put two thousand dollars down on the crap table right now craps you roll the dice if you hit a certain uh certain numbers when you first roll the dice you win but let's say you hit like a six now you have to roll the dice until you hit a six again or whatever your number is so the dude puts two thousand dollars down on the table spreads it out because there's different numbers you could put money on you could bet with the person against the person so he's gambling, or he, the person's rolling the dice, and the person, like, rolled the dice, like, two times and uh, lost. So when you lose, everybody's money gets cleared up off the table unless you bet it against this person. Yeah. So he had $2,000 down. Swipe. They take it. Counts out another $2,000. Boom. Puts it down. He won a couple, you know, and he's putting, like, $500 chips here, you know, a couple hundred dollar chips here, yeah. and then, boom, win some money, win some money. They take it all. Puts whatever you want down. Take it all. $2,000. Again, I was sitting there. In the time, I probably spent $60, like, buying back in. He spent $6,000. Oh, my God. And still, like, when I, I had to walk away from the table because I was ready to be like, yo, can I hold a couple of dollars? <laughs> like, yo, let me hold 200 Wait. Let me hold 200 Give me two chips. That's it. That's all I want. Then I seen a guy hit on a roulette on double zero with uh, $3,000. And I didn't stay to see how much money he got. But, like, when you hit on triple z- or double zero, it's, yeah. like, quadruple hmm. what you put what? down. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, you should go. I'm 100% all right. Yeah. Yo, Bonus and Durag's next episode is going to be held live <laughs> from the casino. From Schenectady yeah. Casino and Resort. Riverfront. I'm going to be stressed the whole time. <laughs> like, yo, maybe just one time. Yeah, itching. And then I'm going to spend my whole yeah. check. Oh, nah, yeah, you're going to be the guy to hit for a million dollars off the slot the first day. Son, and then never gamble again. They're going to be pissed. Never. Like, yeah, can I get it in all ones? <laughs> <laughs> Call the Brinks truck. Oh, my gosh. Call the Brinks truck. I'm running quarters. You mean quarters? Quarters. (laughs) Half and pennies. For real. So what's the advice you were going to ask? What do you mean? Didn't you say you want to ask us some advice? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I wanted to end on the note of asking you all, what's some advice that you would give to women today? For? Just in general. Just give... Just give a woman um, some piece of advice, something maybe, you know, that you want her to stop doing or would like for her to stop doing, think that she should start doing, you know, maybe something that bothers you that you think that maybe you two can work on together. I don't know. Just give her a piece of advice. Is this women in general? Yeah, so, or is it like your woman that you're talking to? Is it like someone Oh, women in, ge- women in general. Oh, okay. Yeah, women in general. 
piece of advice. Hmm. Damn. I don't know. I guess just be a little bit more understanding. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think women are too understanding. Think so? Yeah. I think that's a lot of the yeah. reason why... They'd be in some situations. Yeah. I definitely like, think... Oh, it, I no, you're right. Like, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but I think that... You know what? I think that's a kind... I think that's a kind-hearted person in general. I yeah. think it's like that. Not you know yet. what I mean? So... Because you be telling me I'm too nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, yo, and I have to tell people that because I be too nice. Like, I let a lot of stuff slide. I let a lot of stuff happen that shouldn't happen. You know, and and that's what puts me, that's what puts me, in in a place that I am sometimes with you know in a relationship and when you have certain discussions. That's there's my piece of advice. Don't let anything slide, because when you go when you go to bring it back up later on in in a relationship, it becomes an issue as if like you're on tit for tat mode or like oh why didn't you bring it up then type of deal. And it's like you know what, bring it up when it happens and that way you could deal with it. You know what I mean? It's not something that later on, like I said, you end up going through. Yeah. So just, just call I'm, it out. I'm that person. I'll be like, oh, no, nah, it's cool. Like, it doesn't really uh, bother me. Yeah. Whatever. Unless yeah. it really, really bothers me, I really don't care. Like, this, the small stuff, I really don't try and sweat it. Yeah, I'll, I'll say something like maybe the third or fourth time something happens. Yeah. And then it's like, well, why didn't you say something the first time? I was like, well, I was trying to be understanding. Mm, I was yeah. trying to be patient. Not, I was, nobody's perfect. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I was trying to give it. And then, like, now that I, I say something, inch, it's like, where did, where is this coming from? Because mm-hmm. before when I did it, you didn't say anything. <laughs> it's like, well, before when you did it, I kind of said something or I kind of felt like I did something to show you that I, I was, you know, in disapproval or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But obviously you didn't get it, so. Well, we're not mind readers. No, so. we're not. We're not. And communication is key. Mm-hmm. Communication is key. Definitely. What about you, Kenny? Advice for men? For women or men, yeah. Oh. Um, well, I guess the advice I would give women is to be a little bit more accountable for your actions. Um, I feel like a lot of times women love to put the blame on men. I wish we had an air horn right now, like <laughs> some type of, you know what I mean, drop the bomb because that was real. And I felt, uh, I'm glad she said something like that because I, like, we can't say nothing yeah, like that. Yeah, y'all can't We can't, say, we can't yeah. tell them to be accountable but that's a big, big, big thing. And for I, I tell men, be more accountable. Mm-hmm. Own your stuff, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. Own your stuff. Bro. I have more advice for men. Than yeah, I like, own your stuff. Yeah. And I feel like they can't be mad at you, but they'll, it, and it goes the same line, like, being honest. Like, sometimes they'll be mad as hell with you when you're, like, too honest. And you just tell them, and they expect you to lie. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you just tell them the truth. I'm like, can't be mad at you. <laughs> Told me the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> own it. Yeah, no, as a woman, um, I'm realizing that, you know, we tend to, like, put the blame on men a lot. Um, We put the the blame on men for um, the failures of our relationships, maybe the way that we feel about ourselves. And I'm tired of feeling like that, like, on my own. I just feel like, you know, maybe I should start, like, looking at the situation and saying, okay, maybe X, Y, and Z happened because of the way that I've responded to the situation or the way that I acted toward him or whatever. Um, so I think that um, a part of maturing and a part of self-growth self growth is um, remaining accountable for your own actions. Um, you'll just be way happier and, you know, you'll be more well-rounded. 
Um, I think you'll be a better woman because of it. And the advice that I give to men, um, I don't think it's advice. I think it's a, it's a strong suggestion mm-hmm. with some fire behind it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to be some like more consistent. Um, men, I can't say it's all men. There are a lot of men that I've dealt with who are just completely inconsistent. Now describe inconsistency. Um, inconsistency as in you might be talking for two, three days straight, 24-7. Like, he's checking in on you, calling you, texting you, making an effort to see you. And then all of a sudden, it just stops. You know why? Why? Too much of an effort. Doing too much. Copy. That's I've a guy. Because I've done that. That's a guy doing too and much. I'm always doing that. Mm-hmm. And it seems like none of that's being reciprocated. Or well, I wouldn't even tell him about from that standpoint because mm-hmm. that's, that's the standpoint. I thought you were even thinking. if even if it is like it, it is reciprocating, <clears throat> it goes back to like you know, you first meeting a person, y'all first starting to talk, and it's like you kind of you have that excitement, and you're talking, and you're talking, and then maybe after you prove yourself or after you get in that zone, you know you that person might feel like they don't have to be as consistent anymore because they've reached. Uh, but, I mean, I me, see what you're saying. Right. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go. I was just going to say, I see what you're saying, but I feel like some people get too lax even before you reach that yeah, point. definitely. So it's like they put in their effort maybe for like a week or two, however long, and then what for whatever feel, for whatever reason they're feeling like it's not being reciprocated and they just stop with no explanation. It's yeah. like they fall off the face of the earth. Um, and as a woman, like, you know, and as a woman who's looking to be in a relationship, all we're asking for is for you to be consistent, consistent with your, your communication. So we don't have to read between in between the lines. Yeah. Like, See, that's the do, most difficult part. What I do to avoid those situations is if I believe we're moving towards a place where we're actually learning to start talking and moving towards a relationship, potentially, mm-hmm. I'll tell you how it is I like to communicate. Mm-hmm. So here's what I'm going to probably hit you up in the morning i'm gonna probably say good night if you could do xyz it will make me feel better and this can this will work and this is how the relationship flourish yeah and what is what works for you because if you don't want some people don't like good morning text they leave their ringer on the ringer on i may wake up at eight you may not wake up till 11 and I woke you up at eight because my dumb. Listen, man, just, you just don't five. don't leave me on red. All right, don't leave me on red. <laughs> that's, that's why I refuse so to get an iPhone because I'm gonna get left on red. Don't I'm leave me on red. Just say <laughs> it. Call you. Like, Let me tell you. Yo, I know you saw the message. Like, what's good? That's the thing that burns my bottom the most. It's like, yo, it if I get, your gears. Yeah, grind my gear. Like, yo, you read my text and you couldn't even, like, yo, it's to the point. You could tell Siri what you want to say. Yeah, you you don't, time. yeah, like, you like, yo, Siri, tell them Speak I'm tired. I was, uh, hey, babe, good morning. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. it don't, and, and that's the thing, like, in today's day and age, it's so easy to keep in communication and to, uh, you know, be consistent because you have text. You could mess around and have automated time text already, like, typed out. Like, yeah, you know. You can? Probably. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they what? have an app for it. You could, like, if it must you be a know new update someone thing. sends the same message, like, you know I'm going to say good morning to you every single morning. Mm-hmm. Before you go to sleep, type, hey, good morning, babe. Then all you got to do is say, schedule yeah, it. Yeah, just wow. I'm saying you could no, just. Like, not schedule it, but you can. Already you have it typed up in the message. Oh, oh, I see what you're have saying. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying schedule out text. I'm pretty like, sure that they have a, a, a app that, do. that yeah. does that. <laughs> you know, and like, it's, it doesn't take that much to just yeah. be in communication. But hey, 
Now, do you uh, like communication with someone you're talking to or trying to build in a relationship daily? Because I've talked to women and men who say, I don't want to. Sometimes you need your I space. Need to talk to that person every single day. No, um, I do like daily communication because okay. it, it shows me that you are thinking about me, that I'm on your mind, that... You know, you are concerned about how my day went, what I ate, whatever, you know. Okay. I I can understand feeling suffocated, but I feel like in the beginning stages, for you to make an effort to try to talk to me, to see how I'm doing, how I'm feeling, should be a daily effort. I don't want, I mean, and I'm not saying like, oh, if you don't text me every day, like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Because th- there could be situations where you text me on Tuesday and you hit me up on Friday. Hey, how was your week as a recap? Yeah. Where And then you make plans for us to hang out during the weekend. That's cool. Yeah, I think but, I've moved to that type of messaging. Mm, like, okay. I don't wanna, not that I don't want to talk to you every day, but if I talk to you every day, what are we going to talk about? That's true. Because it, it turns into the, how was your day? Oh, it's good. How was yours? I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, but sometimes that's all I that. Sometimes that's all like the, just a little, that's all it takes. Like, mm-hmm. there, it doesn't have to be a big old conversation. Like, like I said, my girlfriend, she's a, you know, she works for an airline. She's constantly on the move. So sometimes, you know, she's on the other side of the country. She doesn't, she's, you know, I'm waking up before she's waking up. or And then when she's waking up, she's on the move you know what i mean like as mm-hmm. soon as she gets up it's like out the door going to the airport then they're like when they're in the airport they can't be on their phone in uniform so it's like mm-hmm. a text everything is like little text so it's like eh, i kind of deal with that yeah but then as like i said i don't have to i don't talk to her every day all day you know so it gives me the ability to do other things so mm-hmm. maybe that's what it what it's about with with people in in the, it's balanced. That, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's just an excuse that people are like, oh, I don't yeah, like to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah I don't like, 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 not, yeah, just an excuse. Don't want to commit like that. Don't want, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't like, I don't need to t- talk to you every day. You don't, you can't talk to me every day because you're talking to 10 other people <laughs> every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, listen. I'm just gonna. I'm calling how. Well, it, yeah. Right <laughs> like it is what it is. Like mm-hmm. it's just real. Nice. I'm gonna call it real because you know. I know, like I, I've never been the one to talk to like multiple girls at one time because it's like too confusing, mm-hmm. really too time know. consuming. I don't like that. Like I, too that's, time I gotta, that means you gotta carry a charge. I carry a charger with me now. <laughs> he said he worried about he more worried, worried about, about the phone, phone dying. The phone no, but I'm saying like <laughs> he said no, but I'm to saying have to talk to some to multiple people. You yeah. always have to have your phone charged. Yeah. Like you're gonna always. So that's what you you're care always about. on your phone. Like, yeah, I hate you being are. around people and always having. And it just takes too much thought to to try to text. I gotta think about things you told me. Yeah. Carrying hell lies. Yeah. I started bringing up your mom's and your And that wasn't the situation. That's not your mom's Yeah, name. no. You don't even live with your mom. Yeah, like, <laughs> your mom passed. Like, oh, now you really messed yeah. with me or yeah, not. Which, I mean, is, yeah, is another whole topic. That's how I feel about, like, the whole side nigga, side piece thing. Like, that's a whole other discussion. But I find that also really hard to maintain because how can you have a main John and a, and a side John and think that you can make them both happy? It depends on the mentality of your side drawn like you know with uh, you know I don't really condone in that but mm-hmm. I just think you know the person that's being the side person has to like know their place yeah yeah and, but, but that's, that's weird as fuck it is it weird is. and that's people seem to shit. be content in that space that's the weird part yeah how the fuck are you content with like being someone's side piece I've had someone say to me I'm okay with being your side nigga why are you okay with that see for a that? guy a guy is different uh, I get 
it's different. I get it, but it's different. Dudes, for me, like I feel like men still deserve, like you know, you to deserve. Be, they do, they do. But I feel like, and it's kind of like what society has men really messed up. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. men don't. Yo, hold up! I went and saw the movie Moonlight. Okay, yeah. I definitely I want to see I that. Don't, see no that spoilers! So no spoilers! I want to no. see it. I need to see that. Did you see it? No. I need to see that. Bro, as a black man going to see that movie and not reading the description. <laughs> not oh, reading wow. the description and of the, the movie. And the trailer does not. Not yeah, see the trailer it. doesn't do not. anything and for then the storyline. Yeah. The, the older actor, the older dude that that's in the. That's in Luke Cage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. He's oh, not, not is he in Luke? Yeah, yes, yeah. he is. I like him as an actor. Yeah, so it's like, that's too. one of the reasons why I was like, oh, it's a little independent film and dude is in it. He's a yeah. cool dude. And I went and seen it and it was just like. You see yeah. it. Wow. Because, like, I have cousins and, like, friends and family members who I'm like, yo, you haven't dealt with your past. Like, mm-hmm. your childhood was kind of messed up, and you kind of need to talk to somebody about that. Yeah. Or, like, start thinking about it and yeah. processing those feelings yeah. and dealing with those emotions. Like, you need to cry, man. It's cool. Aww. Yeah, it's bro. Are you about yeah. to cry? No, nah, I'm not about to cry. <laughs> That's what I, I, But not, like, even personally, I've yeah. had issues that, like, I went through a stage of severe depression and I had to give a lot of that back to my parents. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I had a conversation with them that lasted a few bro, hours. Bro. And mm-hmm. the first part of the conversation, all I did was cry. That's the like biggest, that's the biggest relief. Like, I, I understand afterwards, that. Afterwards, son. Yeah. You, like, listen, I'm from a biracial, you know, I'm a, I'm a part of a biracial relationship. My father went to jail, like, when I was, before I was even born. You know what I mean? So I was raised by a single black woman and then having a a, a father and just having to deal with those two elements. I had a lot of resentment towards my mother for certain situations that I had to go through. And I had a lot more resentment towards my father for certain situations that I went through. But it wasn't until, you know, I got older and actually my father having a conversation with my older brother on my mother's side and him realizing like, you know, damn, you kind of had a tough and you know we had this conversation and him owning certain things and me telling him how I felt about certain things and the same thing with my mother but it, after that it allowed me to have a certain type of relationship with them and 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 allowed basically you know this pressure to be lifted up yeah. off me you know and I didn't have to walk around with it anymore yeah. and i think that's what a lot of people don't do they don't know how to release they don't know how to talk and, and get to that point where they could be free, free themselves. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone has to do it. You know, in that that book, Wire for Love, it talks about the... That author needs to hire you yeah, for, for, real. for a campaign. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Pushing <laughs> the... It, it, oh, I gotta book. push it. Because yeah. it, it talks about, like, basically you, you learning from your parents and, you know, your, your upbringing and you seeing certain things. Like, I'm a firm believer in a woman learns how to treat a man from her mother, how her mother deals mm-hmm. with her father or, or men in general. And a woman learns how to deal, you know, or a, a man learns how to deal with a woman through through her Based through his, his father. Parents relationship. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you you as a girl, you know how you should be treated because of how your father treats your mother. You know, I have two nieces, and you know, my stepsister, who you know, that's my my nieces, and you know, their father argue and they argue in front of my nieces and I had to tell their father like you listen you have to be very careful about what you say in front of these girls you feel what I'm saying because that's that's what I have a problem with you calling my sister a bitch and doing so on and so forth these girls are going to think that it's okay 
for a man to do do such and carry on a certain way, and it's not okay. You feel what I'm saying? And then we're going to end up in situations because I know these are your daughters. You're not going to let no man disrespect them. Mm-hmm. These are my nieces. I'm not going to let no man disrespect exactly. them. But I'm not. It's, it's hard for me to defend that when they're used to this action and they think it's okay to put their hands on a the man. They think it's okay to carry on and do certain things that they've seen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's tough. It's tough. And that's a, I feel like that's a conversation we need to have, too. Yeah, I, you know? I definitely want to have that conversation. So on that note, we're going to conclude the first episode of Bonnets and Do-Rags. Thank you so much, Kenny and LT, for contributing to yeah, this conversation. For yeah, for no real. No problem. I feel honored. Yes, no problem. I'm so happy that you guys could come. So, yeah, until next time, y'all, uh, stay tuned.